Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. It is a beautiful day, and I love Jamie Grace's song because every day, is a beautiful day. Every line is poignant in that song, but these particular lines are especially meaningful for me, and I'm not sure if you heard them. I've got no need to worry. I've got no room for doubt. No matter what's coming at me, you'll always be the beautiful I sing about. There ain't no limitations to your amazing grace your amazing grace. Aren't you glad to know that there are no limitations to his amazing grace? That's reason enough to party, to rejoice, to shout, to give God praise, to thank him for a beautiful day. So welcome again to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport, and I am really just so elated that you're here. And didn't my Fresh Start girls do an amazing job? I am so proud of them, and I love them so much, and I'm so grateful to their mothers for allowing me to love them as if they were my own. Now, I know them as Snickers, Snookums, Muff Puff, and Poo Poo, but I want you to give a shout out to Amaya, Avery, Madison, and Kennedy. Thank you ladies for the beautiful spoken word that was performed. I know that you all have amazing heights to reach and I can't wait to see how far you go. A year already, it seems like we were really just here. I mean, I was just prancing around in my purple Cinderella dress just a year ago. And now you mean to tell me we're here again? You mean to tell me I'm a year older already? What? I honestly can't believe that it's been a year already because really, if I close my eyes, I'm right back to the first live episode that we've done. Time really does fly when you're having fun and letting God order your steps. Well, happy fresh start to me. I won't blow out the candles yet, but hey, it's my birthday, it's my birthday, it's my birthday. And how blessed I am to have this platform to celebrate with all of you, my army. I've always known that God loves me, but these days I really, really feel as if God loves me. And I feel as if heaven is smiling down upon me. 
And I feel like Charnel is looking down saying, girl, you are doing so much right now. <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs> that you chose to spend this day with me. And I know that you're all waiting to get the true report from me about whether or not there really will be six more weeks of winter or if we'll get an early spring because those groundhogs did not know what they were talking about. Well, here's the report. The sun is going to shine every single day. You just might not feel the rays each and every day, but the sun is still going to shine because you can always count on the sun to shine. And that's what I know for sure, that the sun will always shine. And isn't that a wonderful thing to know? That regardless of what happens in a day, that when we retire for the evening, we can always wake up to a fresh start. We believe so much in the message of the fresh start that it has become our daily mantra to wake up every single morning, giving God praise and reciting the words, today I have a fresh start. If you listen closely, you'll find that many brands and companies have adopted the messaging of the fresh start. Neutrogena, extra chewing gum, Blue Dog Food, Ann Taylor, HGTV, just to name a few. As a matter of fact, I should call my attorney, right? Because I feel like somebody owes me some money. <laughs> These brands have come to realize what the Lord shared with me so many years ago. There is so much power in beginning again. And that's what a birthday is, your personal fresh start. When God grants you a new year of life, you have the opportunity to be renewed, refreshed, refocused, and revitalized. However, as one of our friends and guests of the show shared, your new year or your fresh start can only begin when your mentality changes. I can't just look at today as another birthday, another February 2nd. I must view today as an awakening of sorts, another stake to fulfill my divine purpose here on earth. This fresh start is an integral marking in a series of fresh starts along my journey. Today is a day of great expectation. While it might seem as if this last year of my life has gone by swiftly, I've also endured a lot in the past 365 days. The journey that my family and I are on is still so new to us, still so uncertain, still so unknown, that every day seems like an entire year in and of itself. Now, while I've never questioned who I am and the purpose that I serve in life, and I've never doubted that the Lord God is sovereign, I will be completely transparent and let you know that I've asked God, why now? Why at this time in life must we suffer an interruption in the journey? 
I'm not questioning God, but I do have so many questions. These questions have led me to the depths of my own faith journey. And every topic that we've explored on the podcast haven't been just for you, they've been for me too. And as the song says, as I minister to you, I'm ministering to myself. Daring to delve deep into my faith forced me to realize that it takes a lot to believe what we believe, who we believe in, and hold fast to why we even believe. Some might equate faith to belief, but it actually takes faith to believe in the first place. When the faith seems depleted, it takes hope to believe. And when the hope seems to be running thin, it takes love to believe. But what I've truly come to understand is that it takes power to believe. Last year, I was confident that it was God's grace that carried me through each and every day. Now, that same grace is with me right now. But as I approach this year, God spoke to me clearly and said, if we're going to move further along in this journey, I would need power. Power to believe that on my worst days, God is still good. Power to believe that even when the worst is happening all around me, good is still in front of me. Power to believe that even when the worst has happened behind me, the best is still yet to come. But is it really that simple? Where does this power come from? If God wanted me to believe so strongly, is he handing out belief buttons at the disciples' convention for me to press when I'm down in my unbelief? Then the Lord reminded me of a song by Tasha Cobbs Leonard that I had actually forgotten about. I had heard it months ago, but thrust it to the side. And as the Holy Spirit brought it back to my remembrance, the words began to seep deep into my spirit. I just gotta believe that there is goodness around the corner and something better is in store for me. Someday I will see that there's a reason for all these tears and there's an answer to these prayers. I just gotta believe that it's gonna work out like I knew it would. I'll finish stronger than I thought I could. There's a rainbow behind the clouds. The sun is bursting out. The song goes on to say, and this is the part where I had to call my favorite psalmist and sister Jennifer and ask her just to sing a few lines for me, that this is just one page in my story. And if I keep breathing, if I keep believing, if I keep believing, if I keep breathing, if I keep reading, if I keep going, if I keep believing, if I keep breathing, I just have to believe 
that I have the power to believe in who I am. I have the power to believe in who God created me to be. And then I have the power to believe what God still has left for me. My fresh start is not just about another day on the calendar. Even though I love today's date, 2-2-22, because 2 is my favorite number. But this fresh start, this fresh start is knowing that I have the faith to believe, the hope to believe, the love to believe, and the power to believe that this is just one page, one chapter maybe in my story. It's going to work out like I know it will because all things still work together for the good of them who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. But I don't want to be on this journey alone. I want you to ignite your flame. Alice Walker says the most common way people give up their power is thinking that they don't have any. You have the power within you to believe. What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about your life today? What do you believe about your God? What do you believe God has for you? You need to access your power and then put your power to work in your life. You are a part of April's army. And as a part of the army, you have a mission. And we won't stop until the mission has been accomplished. Now today, we are so excited. And we're always excited about all of our guests. But today, for my birthday, we have such a special treat. I'm excited to have my sister, my friend, a superstar really, a disciple for Christ. She's so many things in the kingdom that she can't be defined by just one thing. With over 20 years of theater work, you may have seen her in Gut Bucket Blues, Jesus Christ Superstar Gospel, The Color Purple, or Black Nativity. Or you may have heard her amazing vocals as one of the anointed Pace Sisters, or with Donald Lawrence and Company, or on her solo project, Exodus, The Journey of Obedience. Or you may have been blessed by her worship at her home church of Elizabeth Baptist Church. Either way, to have come in contact with Latrice Pace is to know that you have encountered a vessel chosen for the body of Christ. She is a true worshiper. And I'm pleased to have her on the show tonight. Help me welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, Miss Latrice Pace. Latrice, come. enough we might get her to sing before the night is over okay y'all need to let her know that she is this is a sanctuary right we can turn anything into a sanctuary 
Latrice, we are just so glad to have you here tonight. So glad to have you here for my fresh start, my birthday. And you know what? Latrice didn't even know it, that she is rocking Charnel's favorite color of green. Did not know. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord, right? It is just meant to be as destined, right? Uh, Charnel and I often wore our favorite colors of purple and green, so you are definitely already in the family. Wow, in the I love family. It. We're so glad to have you here. Uh, Latrice, I read your bio, but I don't even think it in any way encompasses who you are just as a person, as a disciple of Christ, as a worshiper. What else can you tell us about who you are, where you are right now in your journey, what you might be having, uh, have going on? Uh, what I always say to people is, is, the, is, the, is the, the same thing that we all are, is that I'm just a creative being because at any moment when something different happens, you got to be able to reinvent yourself or uh, tap into any skills that, that God has given you. And a lot of times we don't even realize the talents and skills that we have until you are faithful with that first thing he has given you to do. And when you're faithful to that first thing, he begins to peel back layers and say, you can do that and this too. Yeah. Then you're faithful to that. And it's just like you become like your own enterprise. So I, I like to label myself as that as just a creative being. Right now I'm still doing theater and focusing on uh, fitness, that's, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. It's so funny that you mentioned focusing on fitness. I told Latrice, because uh, she loves to work out. Alex, you would love that. She loves to work <laughs> out. And I told her uh, she's definitely working out for two because just the Lord just did not give me that desire. Praise God. Um, I love to walk, but being a gym rat is just not in the cards for me, probably because I don't want to mess up my hair, but we're praying <laughs> for that. Um, but... I believe that everything you do, just in knowing who you are, uh, we've known each other now for decades, I think, but just in knowing who you are, everything that you do, you still use that as ministry. Absolutely. Um, and so how do you feel like the Lord has just put you in different spaces and allowed you to, to use that as ministry? Uh, nothing is by chance with him. Right. Wherever we go, wherever we are planted, if we trust him in knowing that, okay, this is not exactly where I want to be, but I know you have me here for a purpose. It began to unfold, just like your talents and gifts. Um, anytime that I'm at the gym, some, there are times I'm thinking, now, I don't love to work out. Okay. Let, me, let me get that right. I love the results, okay. and I love the mental conditioning that comes with it, like, for real. Okay. So, but there are times when I am at the gym where you, you're thinking, I'm here for me, but there can be just an energy that we give off. And a lot of times, it's not just in the church where we'll say it's the anointing. Right. Because it's not just the, the spooky Jesus type stuff mm -hmm. that you see people doing in church. It's just you being who you are. Your presence, your, your atmosphere, it brings the anointing. So a lot of times, there have been times when I've been in the gym where people are like, it's just something about you. And I'm like... It's God. You know, I don't tell them that because I ain't trying to scare them. Right. But I realized, okay, I thought I was coming here to burn, to get some cardio. But I'm here for you to encourage you. And there have been times we've been in hug fest. Um, and and I, I, one special time was uh, when I did the color purple. I, I remember God telling me before I auditioned, he said, when they offer you the part, accept it. I said, okay, so we getting this, all right? <laughs> so you go into an audition with a different confidence because you, when you know his voice, you know his voice. He doesn't lie. So when they offered me the part, I did accept it. And um, he told me that because he knew if I had read 
the script, knowing that Seely kissed Suge, my uh, traditional background would have said, nope. Uh-uh, I can't do this. My family ain't gonna be looking at me crazy. The church not gonna be look at, looking at me crazy. But April, every night when I would go out and just thank people for coming, there would be people in tears once again saying, I just felt something when you sang. I just felt something every time you opened your mouth and I knew it was the power of God. And I would drive home like, God, I thank you. I thank you that I know your voice. I thank you that I trust you. I thank you that I obey you. Because even in the color purple, lives are being changed. They may not know what it is, right. but I knew what it was. Right. So that's how I know God, he doesn't, nothing is by chance. That wherever we go, we take him with us. We change the atmosphere. We're walking in our purpose. We're fulfilling our destiny. I love that you mentioned that, and I want to piggyback on something that you just said. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, we know that you know you grew up in a church family, right? Um, your family is steeped in the church. Very um, strict. Yeah. You know, uh, so your mother, um, minister of the gospel, uh, your sisters all sing gospel, uh, member of the Anointed Pace Sisters. So, you've been doing church all your life, right? Doing church. Doing church all doing. your life. Um, but when would you say that you first really came to believe in God? That is such a good question. So many of us have been doing church all of our lives. But when he, he strategically placed us in situations where we have to start living, not church, but living his word. That for me, that was, I would say that was when my college experience. My college experience was me traveling on the road doing tour after tour. I didn't get to go to college. So traveling, doing tour after tour, it, it was, um, I remember my, buying my first pair of pants. And I literally sat in the dressing room like, God, I really don't feel like nothing is wrong with this. But, you know, I have a relationship with you now. I don't know you through what, I know you through what my mother, my father, my brother, my granddad, all of these preachers have said to me, but it's me and you now. You know, if this is wrong, you, you let me feel convicted. And I remember putting on the pants, something as simple as pants. That's, that's just the background I was brought up in. I put them on, and I didn't feel any different. Right. I knew then that, okay, it's me and you. I have to unpack so much, so much, so much stuff and, and, and peel, peel, uh, pick apart what it is you, what you want me to take on for, take on for my life, what's going to serve me, what you're really about, what you're, what's been doctrine, and what's really you. So I would have to say during my time on the road by myself, it was like, I'm going from story to story, a guy came up to my, came to my room, one of the musicians in the show, and was like, hey, let me come in. I was like, nope. <laughs> he said, like, I just want to hang out for a bit. Uh, no, that's not, that's not what, it's after showtime, that's close to midnight, why do you want to come in my room? He's like, come on, baby girl, you on the road now. This is a chance to be somebody you never wanted to be. Bam, click, the blood of Jesus. That, it, was, it was moments like that, that I knew that I had a relationship with God, that I knew him for myself outside of what anybody said, because I was like, be somebody I want to be. Saved is who I want to be. Exactly. Set apart is who I want to be. I don't want to be your road chick. I, I want to be somebody's final destination, not just a pit stop. So it was moments like that 
Yeah. And you know, and that's interesting that you uh, brought that up. It's funny because one of our, our previous guests, I see you're in the audience. We talked about, we were talking about alignment uh, back in season three, and there were some things that she said, you know, sometimes we have to go through the process of, uh, of unlearning. Ooh. And, you know, as I listen to you talk about belief and religion and relationship, and I'm listening to you, and there were some things that you could keep, mm -hmm. right, Absolutely. from your parents so much. Um, as far as, you know, your upbringing, your teachings, but then there were some things that you had to unpack, yes. that you had to unravel, that you had to unlearn. Yes. And as you begin to develop your own relationship with Christ and your own belief system, what do I really believe, right? Mm -hmm. I think we all have to go through those moments when we question, what do I really believe, you know, or am I just doing something for the sake of saying I'm doing something, mm -hmm. you know? So as you begin to develop your belief in God, when would you say that you first really felt like you believed in yourself and what did that really look like? Mm. I would say to give you background, I come from um, a family of, of eight sisters uh, one who was who is really a trailblazer in gospel. So you have eight other people before you that sang and sang really well. So for somebody to say, my dad was like, you're going to sing too. And it's like, I don't want to do it. Everybody else is doing that. I can't do it like them. So you, you really, you're really challenged with your confidence and your level of ability and believing that you can be just as good. Um, my belief in, in myself came when I had to, I was pulled away from that and somebody from the outside in a sense put their stamp of approval or just or just put me in the mirror to say hey you have it too you you may not do it like this but you do it like you and doing it like you is just as good as that so it was the pulling of coming away from I didn't I, we've never we were never raised to compete right. or compare ourselves with one another but we you automatically do that because you say I can't I don't ask me to sing I know I've been changed <laughs> don't don't ask me to walk into a restaurant and just start ministering to people out loud walk through the airport like Nisi that's not me that's her but what I do on a stage or a Sunday morning that's me so when somebody it was one of the things was um with Tyler Perry yeah. um get, him choosing me for his shows he um, my very first show with him he had me to understudy Sean and I was like oh my god so the show was I Know I've Been Changed. The opening of the show was her uh, doing it. it the, the theater is pitch black. And the opening of the show is just her. Ah, the audience every night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So the day that I had to fill in with for her, I was like, okay, God, I need you. I need you. I realize it's not me. It's going to be you. And I did it. Ah. Oh, ah, I was like, no, I, I was like, I got this, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it, it's, it's moments when you're pulled away from your comfort zone, when you're pulled away from, from those, that familiar setting, because I was fine with singing in the background. The eight of y'all go take it. I'm good. I'm going to still get a check. Go on, you know. <laughs> but there's a different pressure. And a different expectation when it's just you. But God allows us to go through those moments because he's like, I put something in you that need to come out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pull you away from that so you can start seeing yourself the way I see you. 
and that used to be one of the, and Jennifer, no, we, I'm good on post-its. One of the post-its I would put up on my mirror, God, help me to see myself the way you see me. And that's what so many of us need to do. God, help me to see me the way you see me. You know, I love that, um, and, I, and I think that uh, that's so poignant. And then, you know, I think that we can have our faith in God. We can have even, you know, our belief in ourselves, and then we can be halted, mm-hmm. you know, because I think, you know, like me, you've had, you know, just a kind of a tumultuous few years, mm-hmm. right? You lost your mother. You lost your sister. Uh, we've all been in this pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I believe that, you know, life can come along, things can happen, and it causes us to be shaken, mm-hmm. right? Um, our faith can be shaken. Um, and then things can happen where we even question our belief in ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Um, so what would you say, if any, have there been any defining moments in your life where you felt like I'm really beginning to question not whether you believe in the power of God, mm-hmm but whether you're questioning God's power happening in your life Mm -hmm. because you just feel like I'm in such a stagnant place. I don't see your hand moving, you know? So have there been any defining moments in your life? There have been so many moments like that. And and I think those moments are designed um, as tests to strengthen our faith, to to strengthen our belief and grow our faith. Um, I will say the first the first time that I could remember just right off the bat was going through a divorce after being married seven years. And it was just like um, the pain that I felt from that. I remember like literally I had driven to um, Peachtree City and I had a Mercury Tracer at the time. It's like an escort. Um, and I was at this lake and I was like, God, this pain is, is too much. I, I, I don't know what to do with this pain. I, I did everything the Bible said, the church said, mama said, but what do I do with this pain? And he literally said to me in that moment, worship. I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, so I, <laughs> and at, I was listening to, I, I was listening to uh, 93.3 a lot at that time. And, and being, worshiping puts you in his presence. It, it helps you to hide in his shadow. It helps you to live out Psalm 91 and and even Psalm 23. It helps you to walk through those dark moments because even when your strength fails you, you, that's that's where that power comes from because he's like, I I feel powerless. He's like, that's exactly where I want you. At the end of yourself so I can come in and strengthen you to make it through these moments. So that was one of the moments. I would say the next one was was when my mother passed. Even though we had so many uh, times where it was like, this is it. And she would kick back in, like, I want something to eat. Like, okay. But when that final time came, it was like, oh, that was really it. I think, or I know that moment, the, those two years of uh, dropping everything and caring for her was when I did feel powerless. Mm-hmm. I felt halted because right before that was coming off a successful run of The Color Purple. And God said to me, after the end of Color Purple, don't think I'm crazy. I, I hope we got a lot of believers in here. But the Lord said, go buy some luggage. And I was like, go buy some luggage. Oh, okay, buy some luggage. 
I went and bought some luggage, and me, in my mind, successful tour, the word done got out, you about to get another role, you about to go on the, yes, on the road. Yes, jet set. Yes. <laughs> I bought that, that, that luggage, and um, we had the meeting. Mother, she knew something was going on with her health. We thought we had more time than we did, and like that following month, it hit us out of the blue. I was living in Gainesville, so that luggage God told me to buy, it was for me to pack up from Gainesville to move into the house with her. So thinking things about the takeoff after killing Seely, no, you finna, I'm, I'm finna grow your faith. I'm finna strengthen your belief in me. I'm, I'm finna to repair your relationship with you and your mother. Because for so many years, I, I, I tried to convince her that I'm saving my pants. I'm saving my makeup. I'm saving my earrings. And those, la those two years, it was none of that. It was both of us accepting each other as mother and daughter. So those two years, I did feel powerless. I did feel halted. But afterward, it was like, God, I saw your hand even in that, Amen. where there were things you gave me to give her that even though he was the ultimate life giver, there were things that I did that helped extend her life or even make those moments happier. So even though I thought, I know that my gift is best on a stage, it was that moment like, okay, I'm called, you're called to this as well. Yes. So I would have to say that was um, the, one of the moments that I did feel powerless and halted, but he showed me his hand even in that, that I wasn't powerless. <laughs> Amen to that. And I think that there are multiple defining moments Absolutely. as we continue to grow in our faith because I can even recall um, when I was in uh, about to go to graduate school and my father um, being laid off just you know unexpectedly and then that would lead to a five-year journey of um, him waiting to be granted disability and mm. you know our family going through a financial struggle and I remember saying at that time you know being in my 20s God I thought we believed you know, mm -hmm. enough in you that we wouldn't have to go through this yes. kind of struggle. Yes. Um, and, you know, and then after encountering that, I remember saying, oh, God, we've really been through a lot. Yeah. You know, so maybe we're on the backside of struggle. Yeah. And so then when we lost my sister, I remember really sitting down with the Lord and saying, I mean, how many more times? How, girl, yeah. Must we really be tested yeah. for you to really think that we don't believe in you. Yeah. You know, how many more times? And, you know, and it was the Holy Spirit saying, but the journey is not over. Mm -mm, it's not. It's not. The journey is not <laughs> over because I have so much more to prove to you mm -hmm. about how good I am. Yes, yes, yes. And as you said, I mean, there was just so many, you know, even today, Mm -hmm. There is just so many ways mm -hmm. that God continues to show his hand yes. in our life. Yes. You know, my pastor often says that a faith that is not tried cannot mm -hmm. be trusted. Cannot. Cannot. Cannot be trusted. Yeah. And I heard a preacher say, it was almost as if he knew I was doing this podcast. Early Monday morning, I was watching him, and he said, Jesus died for everything on the cross except for our belief. Mm. That yeah. power rests with us. Yes. And I thought that that was so poignant that that power alone yes. rests with us. Yes. Why do you think that that is so? I was looking at belief and belief.
truth of dot, dot, dot. It's him throughout our lives. That's why we have so many defining moments. That's why he, have, he plays so many strategic moments in our lives to grow our faith and to, to make us uh, believe in him. If you look back at the history of what he has done, that's what I always tell myself. Always look back at, God, okay, if you, you did this yesterday, you did that the day before yesterday, every moment that has been uncomfortable, you never failed me. Never. I've never gone without. I've never been, what's the scripture said, uh, lacking nothing, uh, nothing broken, nothing missing, none of that. You have always shown yourself faithful in those times. He does that because if we don't have those testing moments, if we don't have those trying moments, that, that says to me, look at what I did yesterday. It's almost like a, a, love, a relationship with your spouse. When they keep doing things, they can tell you at the beginning, I love you. Okay, we'll prove it. Well, you know, so they do things and they say things and they're consistent. Right. He's consistent. They are faithful. Right. You can't help but to believe. I can't, it's, it's, just, it's just not something that you can, what they, um, you can, what they say, well, like when you, when you want the light to come on for somebody, you can't turn the light on for them. Now, you can show them the way, but you can't turn the light on for them. Exactly. It's the same thing with belief. It's like, I got to take you through these tests so you can know the truth of dot, dot, dot for yourself. For yourself. So when you know that, I, he just can't, like he won't make us, uh, force us to receive salvation. Right. It's like something, it has to be from your own experiences mm -hmm. so that when you encounter someone else, well, why do you believe? Okay, pull up a chair. Right. I believe because this, that, and that, and the yeah. other. It's just something we have to go through as individuals and experience for ourselves to know that. Amen. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And, you know, I think that they're honestly, in addition to these defining moments, I think that when we really look at our journeys, our individual journeys. Mm -hmm. And then when we begin to really begin to evaluate the self and where we are in life, where we are, you know, you talked about the different things that you're doing. Uh, you talked about your theater work. Obviously we know, you know, your music, but just even you talked about fitness and how that's playing out in your life. When we really look at our belief in God, when we look at these defining moments, I think that these defining moments, in addition to helping us to understand the depth and the breadth of who God is. Mm -hmm. I think that they are also serving as a mirror of who we are mm -hmm. and who God intended for us to be in his kingdom. Um, and so sometimes I definitely see that there is such a strong connection in our belief in God, a belief in who we are, and a belief in the purpose that we're to fulfill on this earth. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? I absolutely do. I, wanna, I want to uh, go back a little bit to the last one that's going to tie into this one. Um, if you ever purchase anything on Amazon or any site, I'm an avid reader of the testimonials. Oh, that's Lisa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I'm going on a, on, a <laughs> on a vacation. And I'm like, girl, then your experience might not be the same. Just order the thing. She's like, no. no. Uh-uh. This person said and this person said. And I'm yes, like, okay. Yes. <laughs> I have not booked a hotel because I was like, oh, way too many people said the air wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he uses us as testimonies of who yes. he is yes. because we believe what we read we believe what somebody else has experienced mm -hmm. it's like 
uh, it makes it valid. Yeah. It's, it's the seal of approval. Like, okay, this is certified. Mm. I, I trust this. Right. That's why we only can um, uh, uh, have that belief and he not give it to us because yeah. it's our experiences. It's our now, experiences. with and it we being. Have to tell it. Say it again. We have to tell it. Absolutely. Right. We have right? to. We have to tell it. We you know? have and to. It, and it's funny, and before you keep going, we have to tell no. it. And, you know, even, and that's one thing that I'm also being taught, uh, even in going through this and realizing the reason why we have to tell it because there are so many on a quest to believe. Yes. And if we don't tell it, yes. then they will continue to struggle yes. about whether or not they should believe yes. in this God who can do anything. Yes. So we definitely have, we to, have to run tell that, right? Yeah, especially now with all of us experiencing so much loss, loss of income, loss of job, loss of life, loss of social life, so much loss of people. There are people still that are like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but okay, what is he? What has he right, done for right. you? Show Tell me. it. Show, Show me. me. Yeah. Show me, like you said. So, as it relates to our purpose, believing in our purpose, um, if I were to get up at the Grammys and sing, we'll be there. It will come. On. <laughs> yes, they. <laughs> they have told. They have followed me for years. I know you'll be there. If I got up to sing about this Christ that is bold like a lion, you know, um, with timidity, people wouldn't believe it. So being in your purpose and b believing, when you believe there's a certain confidence, I'm trying to make sure I get it right, this is how it is in my head, there's a certain confidence that comes with it. So whenever you're confident, whatever comes your way, if it's singing, acting, baking, cooking, whatever, you do it with a boldness and a confidence because it's like, I know that this is what he has called me to do. Now, people that are operating outside of their purpose, you can see it. It is so evident. You have no passion about it. You, 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 and, and then you, it's not really done well. You can do it, but it's not done well. This, is, this ain't even who you, this right. ain't you, boo. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so it shows. But it's, that's why it's Pretending. all, yeah. that's why yeah. it's all connected. When, you're, when your belief is co connected to your purpose, there's a confidence and a passion that exudes. Mm -hmm. That's like, yep, she was called. There's no doubt that Beyonce was called to sing that's and dance. Right. You know, now if she go try to do a Martha Stewart show, we'd be like, uh. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord, I'm sorry, Beehive, but you get what I'm saying. That's right. why it's connected. That's why it's connected. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna get out on stage and try to twerk or anything like that. But you want me to model? I'm there. I yeah. mean, I might be four eleven, but I'm saying it. I can do it. Yes. Purple carpet and all. That's what yes. I'm saying. You know what? In the mic in my hand, I am there. You want me to teach? Maybe not the kitchen, yes. I'm saying, but I'm good with that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I am so good with that. Why? Because I could just call my mother. She got it. Right. She got it on my behalf. <laughs> I am so good with that. 
But in addition to that confidence and being confident in who we are, I think we have to, like you said, we have to be confident in who God is. Yes. Let me tell you, somebody asked me, can somebody do that? I'm like, my daddy can do it. Yes, he okay? can. He can move Mount Everest if you need him yes. to. But that's how I shout about, like I shout about my earthly daddy. Yes. He can fix anything, carry anything, and I make him do it all too. But right. I'm just saying, he can do it all. <laughs> but that's the same way I feel about my heavenly yes. father. Daddy yeah. can do it. Yes. God can do yes. it. You need him to do it. God can do right. it. And I think that sometimes, like you said, when we know God can, mm -hmm. we need to go into our situation saying, you know what, God, I'm tripping. I'm really tripping yes. on you right now. I am tripping. You did it before. Of yes. course you can you do, do it again. again. And you know, I'm going to yeah. give you a review. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you everybody. Know what, God, let me remind you. Let me remind you. You did it this time. You did it this yes. time. That's how we have to go. You know, we have a family prayer call every Wednesday. And I'm saying every time we go in, you know, we have to remind God. You know what? This was your word said. So yes. you know what? Since you said your word not going to return void, it's I'll just not. be sitting here waiting on you to answer that prayer. Yes. I mean, because you know that's what you said. Yes. Yeah, we have to do it. So I think our belief in God, our belief in who God created us to be, yes. and our belief in purpose all of those things have to align with one another. Yes. We can't be out here saying that we believe in God, but mm -hmm. then we're like, well, I don't really know if I'm supposed to be doing this. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense. Those things don't align. He said right. be very strong and courageous. Yes. That's what we got to do. That's all. Strong <laughs> and courageous. You know, in your song, Shadow, Burdell was giving us a little preview of it. Yes. Um, and it was so funny when Latrice recorded her live recording, we stayed on Shadow for a long time, right? Yeah. We got we got a little happy, praise <laughs> the Lord. Her background was coming in. You know, she was trying to be cute and contemporary, yeah, but all right. your, your origins are always come in, right? <laughs> when you're trying to do something. Right. We got a little happy. We got a little happy. Jen was back there. She was dancing all through the church. Supposed to be ushering and everything like that, but it was good. Um, but you have a line that says, he desires to bless oh. us as I obey and trust. And I thought about it. We trust in a lot of things, right? When we're in our homes, we turn the lights on. We trust that they're gonna, the lights are going to come on if we pay the bill, right? Mm -hmm. um, when we turn the faucet on, we trust that the water is going to come on, mm -hmm. right? I mean, today I was talking to Kennedy, and honestly, don't tell my dad this, even though he's right there. I needed gas on my way over here, and it was uh, 17 miles to empty. GPS said it was going to be 15 miles that's to me, get That's me, girl. That's I me. Mean, I, I was really praying and trusting yes. that the car was going to get me here. And then the Lord sent me a warning because as I got off the expressway, the person at the top of the ramp had run out of gas. And he was like, you know, I'm really saving your life right now because if I had called my parents and said I run out of gas, it just was not going to end well. I, I mean, now. so I had to whip it into the quick chair. Pray yes. for me. Pray for me. All right. But we trust in a lot of things. Yeah. We trust in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to trusting God... We have such a difficult time. Yeah. The one who is omnipotent, omniscient, mm -hmm. omnipresent, the one who says, I am yeah. that I am. Yeah. He still is that yes. he is. Yes. Right? We'll trust in everything else. Mm -hmm. But then we're like, I don't know, God. I just yeah. don't know if I can trust mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. But God desires to bless us, yes. as your word says. Yes. Right? His word, it, that, that song is straight scripture. Yeah. Let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in prospering us. And I read that and I was like, oh, so it's not your desire for me to lack. Oh, it, I, I, I'm supposed to have. I'm supposed to be in abundance. I'm supposed to have more than enough. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I 
been, cause growing up, you told God is testing you, God is trying you, you know, uh, be meek and humble. He was lowly. He, uh, okay, but we are also heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. And the, the message version of that says, we are heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, and everything he has, we have. Everything he did, we can do, and you're going to have exactly what's coming to you in abundance. I was like, ooh, I love that. I love that. But the only way we can get that is we stay in the shadow during those trying times. Stay in the shadow, you know, through every test. Uh, what the, you were saying, why do, we, why do we battle with that? Because the word already said, there's a battle in the war in the flesh. It's always going to be that battle, the battle of the mind, wanting, wanting the things of the flesh. But God is like, come on up. Come on up higher. Yes. I, I, got, I got more than that. So much more. So much more. I love that, that um, meme of the little girl holding on to this little bitty tiny bear. And Jesus, or the indication of who Jesus is, is on the other side with a huge bear behind his back. If you just trust and me. If you just trust me. Have I ever... Have I ever failed you? No. That's why we always got to remember, you know what? You came through that time. I thought you were going to do it in three hours. You did it in three days, but you came through. Yeah. You know, we, we always want things on our terms yeah. and our way. But has he ever failed you? Mm. Has he ever left you? No. Has he ever let you down? No, no we got history, boo. Yeah. So I'm going to trust you and I'm going to give you a review. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What are some things that you do to try your best? And we know that all of us are fallible, right? We're oh, weak, yeah. right? We came out of the womb weak. What are some things that you do to try to stay in his shadow? Because when we're closer to him, mm -hmm. we can trust him, yeah, right? Absolutely. The further away that we get from him, the harder it is yes. to trust him. Yeah. So what are some things that you do to try to stay in the shadow. One of the things that I, I said a while ago, um, it was like an illumination to me. I didn't even realize. It. I was like, oh my, my job saves my life. The fact that I have to learn songs throughout the week to lead worship on Sunday is like, oh, these words are hitting me in a place that is just moving me. So, Literally, and that, and not being realistic, I'm not saying you got to listen to worship all day, every day, because I don't. I like to turn on the ratchet stuff, too. <laughs> but, but making sure I give him his time right. before I do anything else, or even if I, if, if I wake up and have to run and do other things before that day is out, giving him his time just to make sure, okay, we're keeping this, this line of communication connected and keeping it flowing. So for me... I love to do it, love to do it in the morning with my coffee or my turmeric tea or whatever. It's like, okay, God, I thank you for another day. You know, show yourself strong on my behalf. I don't know what I'm going to face, but I trust you to see me through it, whatever it is. Um, that's just time with him. That's the, that's the thing. I used to think my mother was insane when I was a child. She was always, did you pray? Did you pray? Did you pray? I'm like, you got to pray, 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 pray. Pray, pray, pray. Ooh, baby. But as an adult, 
I get it. Pray, 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 pray. I get pray. it. Yes. <laughs> she used to be driving. Honda the Jesus. I'm like, oh my God. This is. It doesn't take all of that. Oh, but it does. <laughs> Maybe not the way she did it, but it does. Yes. It takes all of that and more. And more. So my time with him is non-negotiable. Because he knows what I'm going to face. He knows what I'm already dealing with and how it'll impact me, you know, with still trying to hang on to you after so many losses, back to back, boom to boom. It's like, okay, I don't understand this, but I trust you. I, trust you. I don't get it. I don't agree with it, but I trust you. But I trust you. So my time with him is just non-negotiable. Mm. Yeah. So you feel like, you know, God, I'm in a good place. I don't know what's in the head, what's ahead, but I trust you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm gonna do my best to stay in the shadow. Something could happen tomorrow. Yeah, that disrupts all of that, yeah. right? Um, what would you say would be your go-to to make sure that you're gonna try to stand firm in your belief to make sure that you have the power to believe in who you know for sure mm -hmm. God is. Mm -hmm. What would you say be your go-to? Silence. Because before I say anything contrary to his word, I'll just get quiet because I don't understand it. And prayer time in those times, it was, if I get emotional, it's a good emotion. Um, when we lost our sister, that, it's just unexplainable. I, we all were just so confused, of course devastated, but just confused. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Why? But before I get in my feelings, because we're all human, I won't say anything. So prayer time in times like that is just sitting in silence and trusting and knowing that he's going to show up. And it's just silence, mm -hmm. just reassuring silence. Mm -hmm. I, I can't even begin to explain how many moments I've, I have this yellow pillow, that just this spot by the window where I just raise the window and just sit. Like, I need you to tell me something. Tell me something. I don't understand this. I need you to, I just, I need you. Yeah. And it's just silence. Yeah. But in those moments, I know I felt his presence. You know, I, I uh, seen I've seen his hand time after time, or just all right. I don't really have nothing for you, but I'm here. <laughs> I feel like that's how I don't really have nothing for you, but know that I'm here. Just yeah. keep trusting me, yeah. keep believing me. It's gonna get better. I'm gonna walk you through this silence. Yeah. Because when we open our mouths to say something other than what God has said, we st our words literally start arranging things. So before I cause anything, like you said, his word won't return void. His word, once it's out there, it's out there accomplishing. And when it come back, it's going to come back heavy and full of some stuff. So I don't want to open my mouth to detour anything he has said. So spend time in silence. When you don't understand, even if you have friends or family that's dealing with stuff, don't, don't be making up stuff to try to comfort them. Just sit there in silence. Sometimes the, just the comfort of presence. presence. Your presence is a powerful thing. So that's silence. Silence.
Yeah, cause to some, there are times I don't, I don't want to hear no preacher. I don't want to hear another song because none of this is making sense to me. I don't want to hear your scripture. I believe in it, but I don't want to hear your scripture right now. Right. Just, just let me sit in silence yeah. and wrap my head around this. It's so funny. My sister used to say, April, I don't want a prayer. I don't want any scripture. I just want you to hear what I have to say. And then she would say what she would say. And then she'd say, well, why are you not saying anything? All I got is the word. I don't have nothing to say because all I got is the word. She said, okay, well, go ahead and all give right, it to me ahead. then. That's fine. <laughs> you have to have those moments. Okay, I mean, you know, okay. I mean, I'm good, but I'm good with your instructions. But I mean, all I got is the word of God. That's yes. all I got. So, you know, and we give God praise for his word. Yes. We give God praise for yes. his word. Absolutely. We do. We do. We do. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and, and God will always give you the proper word. He will give you the proper word. Yeah. And, and, and knowing that, and you said you spend a lot of time during the week, we know, because uh, we, and we are grateful for your worship warm-ups. Um, and I'm sure it's hard to pinpoint a song. I'm sure it's hard to pinpoint a song. But if you had to say that you had a favorite worship song. Oh. Oh, my goodness. It was the song that I had to learn last week. Okay. And um, it's by North Point Worship uh, called Deliverer. And the lyrics are, why did, I, why did it take, why did I waste so much time worrying? You had a plan all along. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. Uh, you made a way in the deserts and rivers just yesterday. Mm -hmm. So today, if you tell me go, I don't need a destination. If I hear you speak, I don't need an explanation. I was like, yes, that is me. I love that song. So I would, I would have to, it's a new song, but I would have to say that it's that song. I love it. Yes. I love lyrics. I love great lyrics. Me too. So yeah. that's what, it's funny, that's why I tell Kenan, I mean, you can get with the beat, but if the words ain't saying nothing. If it, right. Okay, yeah. The words got to be saying something. Yes. We are so grateful to have had you here tonight to share with us. Thank you. It has been such a treat, such a pleasure. Thank you. And as great. my minister of music would say, is there a song on your heart? Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm horrible with lyrics. So it would be that song, but if y'all just give me like two seconds to pull up the lyrics to make sure I don't jack up the song, because anybody know me, I, I'll be like, I'll while make you a, look up the lyrics, yeah, I'm so I'll grateful a, to let's give Latrice a hand. <laughs> We're so grateful to have had her here to share with us. And while she looks up the lyrics, I just want to give a shout out to some of my past guests that I see in the audience, Reverend Kim Mason. <laughs> share with us uh, last week. I hope that you all watched the episode Strength for the Journey. It was such a blessing. We're still just on a high from that episode. And then uh, Kashana Hale, are you here? Can you? Yeah, shout out. I know I saw you. We're still getting our tune-up, still being aligned from last summer. Such a blessing. And we're going to work out one day, you know, Kashana, one day, one day. All right? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, I have all these workout buddies. I don't even understand how the Lord did that to me. You know, I don't even like to work out like that. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Um, let me see. I'm so grateful to all of my vendor friends and my team who helped me put all of this together. Give them a shout-out. To my videographer, my fave. He makes me look so good on camera. But my daddy says the camera can only take what it sees. So, hey, okay. That's right. All right. And then my photographer, Sly. I'm so grateful to have you here. Birdell, DJ65 on the music. So grateful to have you here. 
my branding manager who gives me such a hard time, but I love her so much, Lisa Zachary of Paper Wonders. So grateful to have you always. And then I'm always so grateful to have my family who supports me in everything I do. They say I'm bossy, but I'm just a leader. I love them so much. My aunts, my uncles, my sister cousins, my brother cousins. I love you all so much. They've been such a great joy to have in my life. They've supported me since I was little, and I'm still little. Okay, praise the Lord. And again, give it up for my Fresh Start girls who opened the show in such a wonderful way. And, and, even though I wake up like this, all right, make that clear, I'm so grateful for my makeup artist who is here, Mr. Scooby West. Yes, so grateful to have you here. And shouts out to my hairstylist who couldn't make it tonight, Hair by B, we love her. And you can't use any of my vendors because they are exclusive to me, okay? I just want you to know that. Um, and I am so grateful to, of course, my parents. Mommy and Daddy, otherwise known as Ray and Kathy Davenport, always love them. Always so grateful to them for everything that they do for me and for them being my number one fans. Praise the Lord. Um, and when I, you said I'm beautiful? Oh, yes, I will. And um, when I make it to the big screen, they will always be with me. Yes, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm so grateful to my Beulah family who is always here with me, always supporting. And Pastor and First Lady are doing Bible study. They might have wrapped up by now, but we praise God for them. Always give a shout out to Pastor and First Lady. Thank you. Love them. Um, and let's see. I do have something else. Okay, so I want you to make sure that for my Facebook family, for anybody that's here, make sure that you subscribe on all digital outlets, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, all of those things, right? Because... You got to be able to know to say, you know, I knew her when, right? So that when I make it big to New York and everything like that, I knew her when. That's, that's the phrase you want to say. But we've got to get there. Got to get there, right? So make sure you're subscribed on all digital outlets. Make sure you're watching us every week. We're so grateful to have you here. The Lord is so good. We are in season four. God is good. Season four. God is so good. We're, going, we're so excited because we are about to start our Fresh Start Challenge later on this month. If you don't have the book, you need to get the book. We're coming out with a workbook to accompany the book. Yes. God is good. We have some merchandise in the back, so make sure you stop at the table. We have my favorite thing, chocolate here. Woo. For those of you who are watching us, eat some chocolate. It's my birthday. I'm giving you permission. And the Lord said you won't gain a pound. God is good. Praise the Lord. <laughs> now... I want you to make sure that you understand that you have the power to do anything. Why? Because Luke 137 says that with God, all things are possible. So with God, you have the power to do anything. We want to make sure that every week when you leave here, when you leave the podcast, that you are leaving encouraged and that you're leaving ignited to do better and to be better this entire season has been a journey of growth, not just for me, but for all of us. We are growing together. We want to be better. We want to be better for Christ, right? Because we are building Christ's kingdom. So we hope that you are leaving here with the power to believe. And we hope that you are leaving here feeling like you have a fresh start. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. 
For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.